Have you ever moved into a new place and had to decorate it from scratch? You know, start from the beginning. You basically have to take your space from the bare bones and transform it into something functional, livable, and hopefully beautiful. Did it feel overwhelming? If you're like most people, it probably did. I know it did for me in the past. But if you start with a starter piece, it makes everything move faster and is so much easier. Are you wondering what a starter piece is? Then keep listening. Let's get started. Welcome to Home and Nestorations, the podcast that helps you design and decorate your home with confidence. I'm your host, interior designer and best of house winner, Sally Sorcelli, here to help you create a home you'll love. Whether you're a homeowner, a design enthusiast, or a budding interior designer, you're in the right place for all things home and design. Thanks for listening. On today's episode, I want to talk about the overwhelm that people feel when moving into a new place. Maybe you've bought your first home. Congratulations. Moved into your first rental apartment after college or moving out of your parents' home. Moved across the country like me and had a whole house to set up. Or you've lived in your home a while and are just tired of what you have and want a big change. Well, all of it can feel stressful, but instead of thinking of it like a stressful event, I'd like to invite you to think of it like a positive, an opportunity. A quote I love from award-winning and accomplished New York City designer Charlotte Moss is, an empty room is a story waiting to happen, and you are the author. I just love that quote because it just fills you up with optimism, and potential for what you have in store. So now that we're looking at this more positively, how can we make the design process start smoothly so that you can gain momentum and move forward? Well, finding a starter piece can help with that. What is a starter piece? A starter piece is one piece in your room that you love and you build your whole room around it. It's the jumping off point for your room design, the starting point that sets the tone for your room. It's the inspiration of your whole design. Now, there are lots of options for a starter piece. It could be a piece of furniture like a sofa, a chair, a coffee table, a headboard, a sideboard, a chandelier, a rug, an accessory you love, fabric, sculptures, wallpaper, tile, for kitchens and bathrooms, a vase or accessory, flooring, art. Now, I think art is one of the easiest starter pieces to help pull a color scheme together for a room. You just use the colors in the art piece to choose your color palette. And if you want to talk about color palettes or know more about them, episode one, where I talk about the design rule of 60, 30, 10, is the episode for you. I will link to that in the show notes. So a couple examples of a starter piece, and I will also put these in the show notes, is in my home office, 
where I spend lots of my days working on work for my clients or my online programs for my students and courses. I was looking for something, a chandelier, anything that I could use. I did need it for light because I didn't have any, I don't have really great natural light in my office. It's the only con about that space. But I did find this chandelier at a design center. And when I saw it, I mean, I was immediately smitten with it. I just loved it. And it was a little more expensive than I thought of investing. So I slept on it and I waited. A couple weeks later, I'm still thinking about this chandelier. And I think it was about a month later, I finally said, yes, this is the piece for me. And I bought the chandelier. Now, this space, this chandelier ended up dictating my entire design it in a positive way. It gave me direction on what colors. The chandelier is this beautiful chandelier. Again, I said I'll link to that in the show notes from one of my favorite lighting companies, Curry and Company. Oh, I just love their light fixtures. They're such great quality and they're really just so innovative with their designs. And I saw this chandelier and it's got these beautiful glass African beads and it's pretty large and I am thrilled it's in my office, but it did give me direction with the design of that space. And then another situation where one particular item really influenced the design of a space is a bathroom I designed on House. It's actually one of their most saved bathrooms of 2021 from the latest stats. I don't know, over 10,000 plus saves in six months, I think. But long story short, the inspiration for that bathroom, which I will link to also in the show notes, was the shower pan tile. Now, the shower pan is the part of your shower that's the floor, the part you step on within your shower. And I had found this beautiful scallop tile, reminded me of mermaid scales, And that tile dictated the entire design or informed the entire design, inspired the entire design. We pulled the cabinet color from it, the fixtures, the wall colors, everything kind of was inspired from this one tile. So when you find something you love, it's a great way to give you guidance and direction with your design. And when you are looking for a starter piece, I do want you to have patience with it. It takes time. It might not just happen, snap quickly like that, even though we do want things so quickly nowadays. We want them yesterday, in fact. Amazon Prime gives us things in two days, actually even just hours sometimes, which just baffles my mind. But design does take a little time. And when you're really being thorough with your design, looking for a starter piece to inspire you, give yourself the gift of patience. And the starter piece really should be something you love. I want you to really like this piece because remember, it's guiding your entire room design. So I want you to like it, love it in fact, and then you won't tire of the room as much and it will be a much more timeless design for you. Once we have a starter piece, what do you do next? I love to have people print a picture of it or take a picture, pin it in your Pinterest board, whatever works for you. I can be a little old school. 
I actually print mine out. Then as you start building your room out, make you can make sure that everything complements each other and works with your starter piece. A fun strategy that I have taught in some of my online design courses is a print it and play party. That's a little tongue twister there. What I want you to do then is you first browse online or in stores, find pieces you like, print images of everything that you think you might want to include in your room. So you might have a picture of a sofa, a piece of art, a coffee table, a console table, a lamp, if you were doing your living or family room. And then Lay out all the pictures on your kitchen island, on your dining room table, your kitchen table, the floor, whatever works for you. And then I want you to see how it all looks together. It gives you a bird's eye view and you can think about, do all these pictures complement each other? Do these pieces talk to each other? It really gives you a great, like I just said, bird's eye view so you can see if these things work together. You might have pinned things or printed things in different styles, but when you put them next to each other on the floor or on a table, you discover that they might not work as well together. And then you can also do all of this on Pinterest, of course, as I always like to remind my clients is watch the Pinterest rabbit hole when You are looking for a throw pillow and then you're getting your kids' Halloween costumes in a search. It just, you can go for hours on Pinterest. So just watch the Pinterest rabbit hole. Important advice about your starter piece. And I did touch on this earlier, but oh, it is worth repeating again and again. And repetition is the mother of learning. So when we hear things more than once, it sinks in and we hear it differently each time, is I don't want you to rush this. It can be so tempting to think you are going to hit this out of the park on day one, but design takes time. For new clients and new projects, I give myself several weeks to a month or more, depending on the size of the project, for a design to even come to me. It's like when you are shopping for an outfit for a big party or an event, and you're very deliberate that you have to find this perfect dress, this perfect outfit, this perfect pair of shoes, are so fixated on it that it's like it doesn't come naturally and you can spend time and time looking for this, but you don't find it. But when you're just going to have fun shopping and just seeing what you enjoy, letting the process happen naturally, you often find a bunch of things you like. I want you to do that when it comes to your home. Browse with no expectations and you'll see a lot of options. Don't try so hard, just let it come naturally. So that scallop tiled bathroom that I mentioned earlier, oh my goodness, that took several trips, hours of me coming home empty-handed. And I don't say that to discourage you. I say that to make it feel better for you when you might not find something easily. So often people think designers that we just find things instantaneously, but it's actually hours of time that we're putting together to curate a design. So the first time I went to look and just browse in a tile shop, I came home empty handed, spent an hour there, found nothing. The second time, same thing. 
I just wasn't feeling it. I tried a different day of the week because sometimes we feel differently on different days. Still wasn't working. So I tried a different tile shop and I'm browsing around and I saw some things I like. Nothing was really speaking to me and just I didn't feel it in my heart. And then I started looking at some mosaic tiles that were hanging on small samples, and I found this one scalloped tile. Came in different colors, but I particularly liked this one that had greens, blues, grays, all very soft, muted colors. And I thought, hmm, I kind of like this one. It made me do a double take. And when you do a double take to take a look at something when you're flipping through things, that's your mind's way to say this is a sign of something you like. So I grabbed the sample, I kept walking around, but I didn't see anything else I liked more. And the more I looked at it, the more I fell in love with it. And my clients did too. Now, if you don't love something, please don't buy it. You'll just be creating and designing a room around something that doesn't inspire you or that you don't really like. And I want you to be in love with the rooms you create, that you really feel good in them, that they feel like you. It is important that you really like the items that you find. And one other thing to think about is, say you are just moving into a new home. It could be a brand new home, a gently used home, doesn't matter if you're renting, buying, whatever. So often, it's that Amazon Prime mentality. We want this in two days. We try to whip together a room in no time at all. In my home, when I moved from the Washington, D.C. suburbs to San Diego eight years ago, it was about six months until I decided to start doing stuff to my house. Yes, for those six months, did I love the way my house looked? No, not particularly. But I very much knew how my family used my house what rooms we used the most, what spaces felt right to start first, and then what styles I wanted. Again, I moved from one suburb to a completely different coast, and the styles were a little different. So I did take six months, and I do recommend you take some time. The power is in the pause. My next piece of advice with choosing your starter piece is not to overthink it. Full disclosure, I am an overthinker. Oh, I am trying to break this bad habit and I'm making progress. However, oh, it is so tempting for me to spin and spin about something and think about it and think about it because I also tend to be a perfectionist. So that's a really fun combination of being an overthinker and a perfectionist. Anyway, progress, not perfection. I'm working on it. But when we get overwhelmed by choices, and there are so many possibilities, we can overthink them. We can get into analysis paralysis, where this might sound familiar. You have all these great intentions, you want to do this, and then you start realizing, well, I could do this. And I could do that. And well, what if I did that? Hmm, do I like this one more? Should I pick that piece of furniture? Is that the right size? Does that go with this? And before you know it, you're exhausted and you do nothing because you're afraid of making a mistake, doing the wrong thing. And that's analysis paralysis. As a designer, I see new and beautiful things all the time. I go to design shows, I'm always at design markets. 
showrooms, there is always going to be some new and shiny object in design that I love and would love to have in my house. But I can't keep changing my design in the process. It will just slow things down, lose momentum. Now, if you make a change your mind every now and again or once or twice, no big deal. But what I see happen with clients and with some students is that they just keep looking and looking and looking and can't choose and they don't make a decision and then they find something new with, oh, well, this style's now important. Let me try this. I want you to make progress. So choose your path, put your blinders on and move forward. If you look at something more than once, think about it for more than a day, then it's a hint that it's a great starter piece for you. If you love it, that's what's most important, not the latest trend. Follow your heart. It's your home, your design. And if it's not in the latest trend you see online or on Netflix, don't worry about it. It's your home after all. All right, that wraps up this design conversation. Let's recap what we talked about as a refresher to avoid overwhelm. When designing a room or your home, begin with a starter piece. A starter piece is a piece you love that you build your whole room around. It's the inspiration piece. You might be tempted to rush it, but we talked about that, that we're not going to do that. Be patient and let it come to you naturally. Also, don't get into overthinking or worrying about design trends. If you love it and it makes your heart happy, buy it and build your room around it. And as always, the show notes are where you'll find links to anything mentioned in this episode. What to do next? Well, hit subscribe and please leave a review if you'd be so kind. I'd really appreciate it. It helps this podcast reach more people like you. And thanks for listening and keep listening to Home and Nestorations for more design conversations to help you create a home you'll love. Thanks again.